On the Radio is brought to you by Zurich Insurance, the perfect place to catch up with all things Melbourne. If you enjoy this content and want more inside access from the team, make sure you visit the club website. If you missed any of the um, AFLW action across the weekend, Melbourne and North Melbourne at Casey, you'll be disappointed because it was one of the games of the season, if not one of the games of the last couple of years. Mick Stanier is the coach of the Melbourne team, and he has led his girls to a 3-0 and start to the 2021 campaign. He joins us on The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Mick. Morning, half. Morning, boys. Thanks, uh, thanks for having us. Not a problem, buddy. Great to have you on. Um, it was some sort of game of footy, that. Uh, now, two undefeated teams coming in with you and the, the Kangas, the highly touted Kangas. But uh, your girls put on a show in that second term, kicking six goals to one to break the game wide open. How'd you do it? Uh, yeah, well, I think it's it's been a, a few years in the making, obviously, to try and become a bit more of a consistent team and be able to compete with the best. But um, yeah, I think the, the first quarter, uh, the effort was there. We, we just quite connect forward to centre and made things hard for ourselves. But second quarter, yeah, I think the, the nerves settled a little bit. They, uh, they continued with their effort to win the ball, but just a lot better connection and a lot better skill execution. And I think the pleasing thing was... It was sort of an even battle throughout the night, but the level of effort from our girls from, from start to finish, um, yeah, we, we, were, we were wrapped with. And, yeah, I thought they, they deserved the win. And, yeah, I think in answer to your question, it's probably off the back of a lot of hard work from the girls over uh, over a few years. We certainly deserve the win. There's no doubt about that. Nine points in the end was the margin, 60 to 51. Um, nine goals, six to eight goals, three. You, you've had the last couple of years, Mick, um, some really tight encounters with the Kangas. Is it, is it one of those situations where the matchups, the teams just play... The, similar brands or contrasting brands that, that might um, just play into each other's hands or play against each other in those situations? Or is it just the way the game unfolded on the weekend? No, I think you're right. I think there's something in that. Yeah, both both teams do like to play the game um, in our forward halves. And, and that was, I guess, our goal going in. We wanted to challenge North Melbourne to, to spend a bit of time at the other end of the ground and, and hopefully challenge their defence. Um, but I guess the way... Yeah, their team's designed. They've got a really strong midfield group, so they're, they're going to get opportunities. They're going to have momentum, um, and they're a good forward half team. And, and I think the, the third quarter, their pressure, obviously, um, yeah, our, our basics sort of just left us for for 15 minutes, and then you know they uh, they put four goals on us. But yeah, no, I reckon you're right. There is something in that. Uh, similar styles, and both teams get their opportunities throughout the game. So, so Mick, you and North Melbourne are comfortably the two highest scoring teams in the competition at the moment. A lot of coaches say it's easier to teach defence first. Are you teaching offence first, which I would love? I think yeah, offence is something, even when the competition started uh, five seasons ago, it was, yeah, I guess as coaches, it's our responsibility to upskill our players. Um, and I think, yeah, you've just got to find the balance. But no, I guess the offensive skills of the game is, is something... Um, you know, we've we've valued for five seasons, and, and hopefully continue to see that come out in games now. Now, Mick, the concussion problem uh, within women's football has been evident over over a number of years now. It's for whatever reason the the girls they just go in so hard. Do you teach that technique of when they're approaching the ball to turn the the hip? Is that something that's that's used a lot of training in the teaching uh, sense? Yeah, yeah. That- Probably right from when we first started, a lot of players just coming from community footy or even coming from other sports. So, and I think that's that's ongoing. It's it's in most of our sessions is the the contest work and technique and how to approach situations. And yeah, I think we've you know, it was important um, ever since the, the competition started. But now with 
concussion protocols. You certainly don't want to lose anyone at training or lose anyone in a game or you just don't want to put your players at risk full stop. So, yeah, the technique becomes critically important. Where do you think the improvement has come from, Mick? It, it, it seemed at the end of last year that you've gone with a bit of a, a younger-looking team and may have just sort of revitalised you a little bit considering how close you have been in recent years to getting through to the big one. Yeah, I think a lot of our growth has come from those 20 to 22-year-olds like Tyler Hanks and uh, Lily Mithin, uh, even probably a little bit older, like players like Matty Gay, just that that middle tier, that sort of core group that's that's forming together. They've got a lot more belief and uh, I guess a few more pre-seasons in, they, they can compete for longer and uh, their skill execution and strength has improved. So, yeah, I, I think it would be that that younger core group coming through that have, uh, have definitely taken a step up, which has allowed us to be a bit more consistent. Um, and then, yeah, players like Daisy and, and Paxi, um, you know, you, you sort of know what you're going to get from them, but now we're getting greater output from our, our younger group. You've also got a, a fair output from some of your um, left field selections, and not so much from um, players that weren't any good, but just from international. Like you've got a couple of Irish girls here, and Sinead Goldrick Mick is is playing out of her socks at the moment. Uh, but did a great job on Katie Brennan last week. Played really well again on the weekend against the Kangaroos. Uh, how do you teach and develop these international players when you only have them for such a short period of time? Yeah, no, it's good pick up. Actually, yeah, she's. She's been critical for us, just her ability to, to win 1v1s or even, you know, we might be outnumbered back there, but just her speed and aggression um, yeah, can create turnovers. So we've been really fortunate to have to have Goldie. Uh, I think last year we had a lot of time together. The, the girls, Neve McAvoy and Sinead Goldie came over in uh, late October um, and we spent a lot of time throughout the pre-season. But then, yeah, more recently, we, we haven't had a lot of time together and, and that's Spent a fair bit of time in lockdown uh, back in Dublin. But uh, the girls came over late Jan after doing their two weeks of hotel quarantine. But I think the biggest improvement for Goldie, she watched, watched a lot of men's games last year. Um, I think a lot of us found ourselves at home, but she just became a lot more curious about the game. Um, yeah, put a lot more time into it. Uh, was practising her skills um, in and around her Gaelic season. So I think it's just the level of investment from her. Um, in these last 12 months that has allowed her to take that next step up as well. She's been fantastic. One of the real finds of, uh, or development players of the year, I reckon, the AFLW full stop. And just on, on the, the fixture changes and uncertainty through the last couple of weeks, how have you handled that with your girls? I heard Steve Simons make some, some comments about that after their game against Richmond yesterday, the Magpies, um, and how challenging that's been the last couple of weeks. How have you found it and dealt with that from a, a group perspective? Yeah, I know. Steve, I think Steve might have had one that sort of changed on a Thursday. So yeah, we, he did. We, we haven't had that experience yet, but I guess it's just the times we're living in at the moment. So I guess we feel fortunate we're still able to play and, and watch the girls compete. But no, I, I think they're saying one week at a time. It's probably the first time it's actually uh, more appropriate <laughs> if you. Um, that's all you can do. So no, I, I think it's just relevant to you know how we're living at the moment. So uh, our girls have been been pretty good, and it's probably helped us just to focus on what's in front of it. Well, what's in front of you this week is the Western Bulldogs at VU Whitnaval on Sunday, 3.10. Melbourne fans, hopefully you can get along and see the girls in action. Check your local guides. Mick, well done. Great start to the year. I look forward to seeing how you go for the remainder. Thanks, Arthur. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it.